Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com code SUPER24. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Bisque. L.A. has you slipping, kid. Guy pretends to die from an unannounced murder mystery party that I'm attending? Acting capital of the world or not. I would have sniffed that shit out before the choking guy's hands even reached his throat. I would have announced right then and there on the spot that I ain't falling for or participating in any of this make-believe bullshit as I walk the fuck out of that house never to talk to those owners or step foot in their place ever again. Fucking Hollywood. Always going somewhere. Yeah, I'm living fast. 90 miles an hour. No brakes. Instead of feeling sad, tell my mom I loved her. Yeah, my daddy too. And to all my lovers, my words were true. Hey, Pete and Sebastian show. We're back. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? It's Scalco, baby. What's up? What's up? Coming at you uh, on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, I'm going to see the movie tonight. The movie I did with De Niro in Burbank at an AMC with an audience. That, bro, that's got to be so exciting and like nerve wracking and like, yeah. I got some questions. Now, do they know you're there, the audience? Like, are you seated? No, with- no. All right. I, so- sli- I, I slip in in the back when this thing starts. Because you know they they it's better off that they know that I'm not there so they could like give an on, honest opinion on their questionnaires because this is like a focus group for the studio to see what works what doesn't what character scores high da 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 so it's a little nerve wracking in a sense like you're you're being graded almost by a by an audience you know they they you know, one to ten yeah. did you like Sebastian and fuck no you know like. Yeah, I, I I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen. I, there, but there, I there, there's so many variables in that. You know what I mean? Like I'd be looking out at the crowd if it was my movie, and I'd be like, "Show this shit on Long Island, guy. He'll get a standing <laughs> O." I mean, there's a reason I don't play L.A. What are we doing here with this thing? So, but I know you're trying to like get a focus group of the entire country and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. 
Wow. So it's like, you know what it's almost like? It's almost like doing doing your stand-up act, but, but being able to sit there and watch it happen. It's weird, man, you know? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because you got no control. I mean, if something don't land and you're sitting there watching it, you're going, oh, God. You can't, you, you can't, you can't go back from that. Bro, you know? how classic would it be if you if you got a line that you think a scene that should have got a big laugh and it didn't? You just turned to the projectionist and got pause the fucking movie. You walk out in front of everybody and go nothing on that. Well, I need to know. I need to know why you people didn't laugh at that. You know. So because you know, and that's the other thing too. I can't tell you. There's been a lot of times I watch a movie. I don't laugh out loud, but I walk out and go, "That movie was hilarious." That's yeah. A weird yeah. Thing. No. No. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I I I won't even crack a smile in some of these movies, and I go, that was hysterical. <laughs> but then, like, can you recall movies like um, two two off the top of my head, something about Mary and the first Hangover? I mean, from start to finish, I was cackling out loud. Doctor Faggot paging Doctor Faggot. I mean, I'm I'm already <laughs> dying. I'm already dying at the beginning of the Hangover, which they couldn't make now, probably. <laughs> So good luck. Uh, That's exciting, dude. Yeah. So we got that tonight, um, seven o'clock, and uh, coming off the week, I went to San Antonio and Austin, Texas. Now Austin, as everybody knows, has been the hotbed for people to move to. Right? Everybody's moving to Austin, Texas over the pandemic. Right. I gotta tell you something. Austin, Texas, the infrastructure is not there to handle this many people, all right? Yeah. It basically went from a town to a city overnight, but they didn't build the town, you know what I'm saying? I, hey, listen, right? Now, overnight, it, now it's, what, an hour and a half wait for a mechanical bull? You used to be able to pop on and off those <laughs> things anytime you want. No, I know. It's supposed to be a weekend visit kind of city, and you enjoy it, and it's laid out flat, and uh, all of a sudden, it's maxed out, you know? Yeah, now, by the way, too, a lot of people thought they were going there to get into, you know, like the whole red state sort of uh, environment. And uh, they just, you know, uh, f- I think they just like arrested 10 police officers in Austin for the mistreatment in uh, during the riots. It's a very liberal city. All right. What am I fucking <laughs> CNN? <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Yeah, so uh, went there. This happened. I, th- I thought it was strange. I've never had this happen before in a show. I'm sitting there doing comedy, and I hear, like, an alarm go off. But it's, like, throughout the whole theater. Like, uh, uh. And I'm like, what the hell is that? an amber alert right during the show so everybody's phone whether it's on silence or not wow starts going off there's three thousand people's phone going off at once in the amber alert right (laughs) right right so i don't know if you've ever had this happen in a show i'm not by any means Pat myself on the back. It just happened to be a coincidence where, you know, all the stars lined up in this specific moment. I go, what is that? And they're like, it's an amber alert. And I go, let me guess. It's a Chevy? 
Because it's always it's always a Chevy, right? Chevy Impala. Oh, oh just my God. Great, just a great moment. In one of those moments on stage, we're like, oh, man, you couldn't have planned it any better. Yeah. So give me the vibe on this the photo you just sent. All right. I got I, I, that photo I just sent. A couple weeks ago, Jackie takes Sadie, long story short, to see a, a play, uh, a dance. All the kids are doing a dance. Sadie's friends are doing it, so they go to see it at the opera house. When she's, yeah. when she's backing out, she accidentally bumps this guy's car, right? Yeah. Now, you know, uh, right, you know, right away, he's like, hey, hit me and Jack. He's like, I, I was, I'm not going anywhere, no problem. So long story short, they exchange information. Uh, he's a nice man. Um, and Jackie's like, you know, my husband will be home tomorrow. He'll give you a call and, you know, we'll do what we got to do with, the, with getting your car fixed. So the guy's like, oh, I, I go to this. He tells me where he goes to get fixed. And he goes, I'm whatever I'm saying. He's like, it's my brother's car. Uh, he passed away. I've had it ever since, and it means a lot to me. You know, otherwise, you know, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you know, I didn't, I didn't see the car or anything, right? I get mm -hmm. the bill, nine hundred dollars, right? So I call the guy at the at the who I know. Remember a few a long time ago, I told you about that cast where when I'd get my receipt from the yeah. auto auto body shop, it had Bible verses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's that guy, <laughs> and I went to I, I had I had to go bring him my credit card, and I thought he was a little short with me, and I'm like, oh, is this because of the Bible verse episode? Did he hear that? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> which they're not on the receipt anymore too, which is interesting. But I'm like, nine hundred dollars, and he goes, yeah, they don't, you know, they, there's no repair piece for that bumper, and the guy really wanted that car. So um, he really wanted to keep that car and keep it nice. So he had to get a brand new bumper. Now, my whole point of this, you see the size of that little thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you, and you see that car? That, I think that's the car from the Amber Alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand my wife hit him, and no matter what, my wife is wrong. But isn't there a come on guy fucking ruling insurance? Like just a, just a come on guy. This piece of shit. If you miss your brother, get a tattoo of his face on your arm. I gotta pay a new bumper. This car is barely above a stagecoach. It's like from nineteen. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Just I'll give I, you, you know five hundred bucks. Just walk away. Is there any any point of you thinking that this guy is lying about the brother that died? I don't know if he's lying, but I like to think. I want to say, bro, if your brother's looking down from heaven right now, even he's saying, "Fuck the bumper." You know what I mean? Holy shit! I don't I know. Could, could he be lying? That's a good lie. You can't use it. A, a this. That's a. Hey, I don't. Know, I wouldn't put it past anybody. So I think this car for, is a Honda. All right, four door sedan. It looks like maybe a. Is that a Maxima? Maybe it's. I. I. I all I know is when he was telling me the year, it started with the ninety, and I'm like, oh, come on, guy. What is this? A fucking Model T Ford? Are you serious right now? My, my, if that was your Porsche, would you? Would you get that fixed? You would, right? Because you're you're crazy. You. <laughs> yeah, uh, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. But if you, if that was your car, would you get that fixed? I got a problem. I'm sorry. <sighs> I don't know where 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 I'm gonna land on this, but 
the hell are you riding around in a dead man's car for? Bro, this is a small town. You can't say stuff like that. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to go to the top supermarket with a comment like that. <laughs> I'm right there with you, though. I'm right there with. I mean, you, my, my wife hitting you. You should have saw that as a sign to move on. <laughs> that was your brother's way of saying move on, sell this lemon. You know what I mean? I know people have sentimental value for certain things, and not everything has to cost money or look good to keep, okay? That mm-hmm. being said, I could see if this was a 69 Camaro, a, right? A, a 100, that's my point. And the brother, you know, took care of it, and, you know, he, 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 he built the engine, and, and I could see what... Uh, a Honda? That's what I'm saying. Didn't he have like a nice uh, jacket you could have kept? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't really understand. Uh, you go for a, a Honda? It's it's not even an American car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like It has no... I mean, in the world of cars... This is a serviceable vehicle that gets you from point A to B, extremely reliable. But as far as sentimental value, I mean, he would have to tell you, listen, my brother and I took this car from L.A. to New York. when, uh, And then at the end of the trip, when he get out to pump gas... He died of a heart attack. But then I could see the car. Right. <laughs> right. Something, you know, like years ago, me and my brother hooked up with Britney Spears and his sister in this car. <laughs> I made out in the back. He was making out in the front. <laughs> I'm right there with you. It's nothing. Yeah, it's just it was my brother's. All right. There you go. But I'm wrong. We're wrong. We hit it. Bottom line, we hit it. No, he yeah. wants it replaced, and that's that, right? Regardless of sentimental value, you you were at fault. You're responsible. I just don't know. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't go the extra step and go sentimental value. What 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 you guys do in the car? Well, I didn't know it was going to be 900 at first. He's like, I want to get it fixed. It's sentimental value, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, of course. Then I get the bill, 900. I'm like, exactly what you said. What you guys do. In his car yeah. that we had to go hunting online to find a new bumper. First time I got laid was in a car like this. Mm. Anyway, I don't even know if I can. So, so, I gotta move. So, so, the, so, the, so the body shop that's, uh, that's uh, half a church, uh, you think they're pissed off at you? Uh, no, I, hey, they got business, man. You know what I mean? No, it, but like you said, you got attitude, and maybe they heard the cast. The, the, well, I did switch it over to my insurance because I, I said to him, I go, uh, you know, should I like did my have my insurance pay for this? Like, how much does it go up? And he goes, it everyone says your insurance goes up. He's like, y- your insurance isn't going to go up. You don't ever hit anything. So this is yeah. You should probably just mail this in. I got the photos. So he was all he was cool about. It. Everyone's cool about it. You know. <clears throat> now, my question is like, if you if I run into this guy somewhere and he listens to the cast and he's like, yeah, I heard what you were saying. That wasn't nice. 
I, nobody yeah. know. Nobody knows it's you, guy. It's like whatever. I was. It was when it's, I used to th- live in Oklahoma. This is entertainment. That's it. That's it. It's entertainment. That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> all right. It's two I'm guys just, talking. It's the same. We're making funny. I'm just trying to have some fun. Exactly. That's all. Well that's put. All. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. You got, you got other things to worry about other than the guy whose uh, Honda was... Uh... Yeah. So I'm just looking at the car. It just... You know what you could have done, though? He took a picture without the ice and the sleet and the snow on it. You know, like, get a clear shot of that. By the I way, know, what you, right? What are, you, what are you drinking, espresso? Yeah, I'm going with a little espresso today. Jesus Christ, you look like you, you should be in Tuscany <laughs> hanging out on a on a patio look at, looking at a, a fountain. I should, I should. Have you seen Andy Garcia recently by any chance? Uh, No, why? Uh, Have you? Yeah, he was at the coffee no. shop. And for, no, I'm just <laughs> no, saying, I, you bring up Tuscany. I thought of the movie. The only thing that would have made that better is with a little cap, uh, espresso. With, uh, anyway, I'm all over the place. I got I to gotta, <laughs> gotta ask you something because I have it written down here, Podbelly. All right? I'm playing, I'm playing Chicago this past weekend. And I, by the way, to all the listeners, I want to say the club venue where I was wouldn't let me come out and do meet and greet because of COVID and they had this wedding going on. They're like, it's not in the contract. So I, I can't apologize enough. You guys know I like to do that. And I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't. I was, Where was thank, it? It was called the City Winery. It's like a new venue there. And uh, it was awesome. You guys were awesome. It was packed. It was a blast. So it was so many cast listeners there. And it was really great. But I couldn't, I, I felt terrible because I told them all I planned on saying hi and taking photos. But yeah. As you know, I stay right by the airport. I was this time I was in a Chicago Hyatt. I mean, I'm, ta- I'm talking the planes were coming down. It looked like they were landing on the roof of my hotel. That's how close I was. So they say they got 24 hour room service. I check in and I get in Friday and the show's not till Saturday. No, 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 we're not doing any of that because of COVID, right? It's freezing out. I got to get something to eat. I look out and it says on my uh, phone map thing 900 feet that way is a potbelly sandwich shop, right? So I walk it, it's freezing, I gotta cross this little highway, I get my sandwich, I'm, and there happened to be a Starbucks there, so now I got a Starbucks in one hand, and that in the other, I got no gloves on. And halfway back, I'm doing a back and forth, keeping one hand warm, doing a switch, and I'm on the shoulder of the highway, and, oh, I got, and cars are flying by, and I'm just waiting for that window to run across, and as I run, the coffee's spilling on my hand, and it's 17 degrees, and like, you, you, you're never in those situations. You never have been. So many comics aren't. How, how the fuck am I walking the shoulder with a pot belly sandwich? How do I end I've up? Been, I've been there. You have? Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, makes I mean, me feel better because I feel like I'm not doing something right. <laughs> no, no, no. There was times where I would be in a remote hotel, no car, got to find food. Go down to the front desk, and I go, is there like a subway around here? And they're, yeah, it's a half a mile down the road, but there's no sidewalks. So I'm literally walking on the shoulder of a one-way highway. You ever see somebody walking on a highway, and you're like, what the fuck is this guy walking on the highway? Absolutely. Loser, my first thought. It's a comedian. 
Nine times out of ten, it's a comedian. Yeah. Looking for food. (laughs) Some some entertainer. It's so true, man. And and then you you're on the you're on the grass next to the shoulder and it's like a, a there's a little beaten path worn from people that live in that town that don't have cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you start to wonder is there snakes here? I mean, I'm not familiar with this territory. And it's just like I just don't picture like back in the day, Louis Anderson, Stephen Wright, uh, Pryors. They, they, were they ever in that situation at one point in their career? I don't know. I, I, I have to believe so. And, and I, I got to tell you, those highway walks, I don't know if you've ever kind of looked down on the side of the highway as you're walking and you start yeah. seeing like random items. Like yeah. uh, I, I saw one time I saw like a kid's shoe and I'm thinking to myself, kidnapping and, the, you know, like. Is that a kidnapping? Like, like what's the history behind that right. shoe, right? Did I, I tell you one time? I, one time I was I was driving or uh, walking down the highway, and uh, I got hit in the head with a back of, uh, with, with a bottle of Avion. Didn't I, tell you I don't know if you ever told me that. If you did, I don't remember. <laughs> walking down to get like a subway sandwich on As the highway. A comedian. You would like as a comedian. You? Oh, yeah, my comedian. Gosh. And. Uh, you know, cars were coming from behind me, and all of a sudden I hear ah! I was like yelling and boom! I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, they... <laughs> ah, fuck you! <laughs> so, I don't know. After that happens to you, you feel so alone. Oh yeah. You know, like. like like they're like you can almost picture in the car, they're all laughing, right? They're just dying laughing, yeah, yeah. and you're trying to figure out what just happened. To you. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> so. And you're trying to, you ever got to do the smell? Like what is it? Like you know, is it? <laughs> was is that, it, your, was it, that your? <laughs> yup. <sighs> and you can't decide, and it's so. You just you just feel like you said like a, a lone a loser a victim a, like even I because I'd be walking on the highway and I've just had kids r- drive by and yell like you know dick or something and even that I, f- I feel like you're so vulnerable on the shoulder of a highway like that. <laughs> oh, oh god but I do have to add I don't know if you feel this way after you go get. Like a pot belly sandwich, right? And a yeah. cup of coffee. And you're going back to the hotel room to eat it. Don't you just feel like, I can't wait to get into this. Right? Like, you Absolutely. can't wait to un- unwrap it at the desk and, and, and eat your sandwich. <laughs> oh, God. Put on the TV. Got to balance the soda right next to me. It's a it's a highlight of the day until the show. <laughs> this is, right. The Pete and Sebastian Show. I always too, whenever I get it and I'm coming back, I uh I, I'm all around the lobby until I time it where I can take an elevator by myself. Oh, God, I love that move. I know. Because have you ever brought in food up an elevator and someone else comments like, oh, where'd you get it? Oh, God, I got a conversation. 
straight down here. You just gotta walk down. You go out, make a left. I'm giving directions to the fucking potbelly. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh god, it's just all not glamorous. That's why it bothers me <laughs> when comedians go on stage and go, "Oh, my job is one hour a day, and then I'm done." Really? Would you snap your fingers to get there? Uh, yeah, no, no. The job is the ele- listen the, on the elevator tip. I pulled this move where I'm waiting for an elevator to go up to the room, and then people will come. Now they're waiting with me. <laughs> I'll let them go in the elevator, and I won't get in. I'll wait. Oh yeah. For the next for the next elevator, so I could go alone. Like the people are going, yeah. aren't you coming in? No, nah, no, nah, I'm waiting for someone. I yeah. won't even, I, I won't even the, go in the elevator. What do you do? I do the call. I people start when it starts oh, to be too much yeah. gathering, especially when I'm waiting. I got my sandwich and I turn around and it's the cooler on the bell cart. They got a cooler Ooh. and there's oh, like yeah. four of them. I'm like, oh god, here we go. I'm you know, uh, and I <laughs> fake the phone call and do a fade. Now when I come back and I go to get on the elevator and it's it's kind of nerve wracking because you're seeing it coming down and no one's coming yet and you're like, come on. And then it stops on on one floor and you're like. What, what are they, fucking painting a portrait there? What's going on? Do, you ever want to, don't you wish you could snap your fingers and be up where it stopped and go, what's going on? It's been on four for three minutes. Who's holding the door? I get so pissed, sorry. So, and then when it comes down and I finally get on and you ever have that person gets on at the last minute, I hate them. I mean, I, I hate them. I hate. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been I, there, yeah. Oh, I've been there. I've been there where, where a hand comes through the... Like, a hand comes to Forget it. Oh, man. God, that's awful, bro. That's I got awful. in the other day. I have my mask on. I get in, and the guy is in, and he ain't wearing a mask. So I take my mask right off. And, and he's Oh, like, beautiful. Yeah, it's... That's that's how it should be now. If you see someone with a mask and yours, you don't put yours on, it's, you know, it's crazy that we're still wearing these, bro. I know, bro. It's it's ridiculous. It's 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 sad to see the kids in these masks, and uh, it, we're all over it. It's done, and uh, yeah, no, yeah, don't get don't get me started on that. Um, I tell Sadie every morning now. Don't forget, cheat, cheat, cheat. Keep it down below your nose. Pull it under your chin. She's like, I do, Dad. And I go, and if anyone you know gives you too much of a hard time, she's like, My dad told me whenever I can't breathe to pull it down. Just, you know, it's like enough is enough with these things. Anyway. Enough is enough, bro. What do you got? Enough I'm flat. Enough. I'm not, I haven't been funny. <laughs> I haven't been I'm moving funny. around in my chair like I'm on meth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking to see here, man. Um, I wish I could go to that movie. Shit. Yeah, no, that's going to be something else. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Here's a little tip for friends of Pete Corielli. Don't ever, ever text him that the show The Walking Dead sucks now. Bro, the flare gun cannons, Daryl in a knife fight, Father Gabrielle putting the fucking dagger through the other priest's stomach, and of course, Maggie changing her mind and shooting everybody dead in the back and then in the head at the end. And then Megan throwing the bell with the sand to beat the guy up. And then fucking Gabrielle taking the roof. 
you know, to make sure that the sniper guy couldn't get them. And then Negan leaving at the end. And then the preview for next week. Fucking Daryl's a stormtrooper and is telling Maggie to come out of the fort. Bro, what are you talking about? This shit is incredible. What a show. What a series. I stand corrected, Pete. The Walking Dead is the best fucking show of all time. 11 seasons is still not enough, bro. Catch Pete in Woodstock, New York tonight. He'll be in Albany next weekend. And on March 12th, don't miss him in Huntington, Long Island at the Paramount Theater. It's, uh, I don't know, we, um, in L.A., Rick Caruso, who, uh, have you been to the Grove? Yeah. The guy that owns the Grove mm-hmm. is running for mayor, right? Yeah. Now, I know the guy. Solid guy. 63 years old, Italian, born and raised in Los Angeles. And if you've ever been to the Grove, it's the cleanest place in Los Angeles. This guy, it's like Disneyland over there. That's how clean it is. Beautiful. If he just ran and said, I'm going to make L.A. look like the Grove. He's in. <laughs> How is he not, right? Now, I'm going to send you. Could you look? Yeah. yeah. And look at a, a video that I'm going to send you. Yeah, yeah. Well, explain to what you saw. I don't know if we're going to. Oh, you're not going to show. Up. Um, there, was, well, I mean, there was a clown at a red light in L.A. juggling bowling pins very well, high in the air. Uh, and then tipping his hat as he did it. But, yeah, it was a clown juggling. It's third world, by the way. <laughs> now, some people see that and go, oh, you know, you know, it's like a street performer, right? That's what they call them, street performers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But this is in the middle of one of the busiest intersections in Los Angeles. It's literally the main artery that runs down the entire city. This guy's in the crosswalk juggling bowling pins, right? Now, what's he doing? I mean, like, is he expecting tips? Is he doing this for practice because there's a captive audience? (laughs) Can you tell me the reasoning behind it, and why don't you see this in any other state? Well, first of all, he was doing it for tips. I'm sure he went around with the little hat afterwards. And when I went, the last time I went on vacation in Mexico, in our car that takes you to the hotel, at a red light, kid came out with a soccer ball, juggled the soccer ball in all sorts of crazy ways. And I remember thinking, like, this is what you do in a third world country. You know, someone needs to make money entertaining you at a red light. That's what's happening to California, man. (laughs) You know, I had a friend say, we should just give California to Mexico. I go, well, hey, but then they're just all going to try to get into Nevada. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. (laughs) All right. This show is a little suspect. (laughs) This is is a half an edit. (laughs) 
is happening at it on this show. Did you? Hey, did you watch the Olympics? Not one ounce. Did you? Darn it! I wish I could say that. I watched. I bought twenty minutes one night, and that's it. And it was a skiing event. And I just had to bring up one thing that I thought was so classy. These skiers, they go flying around like almost like an ice luge. And they do four at a time in a run. And when you get to the bottom, as soon as they get to the bottom, they pop out of their skis and they step over to the side area and they get interviewed. And the races are all always so close. They're all popping out and walking over. I watched the guy from America in one particular heat. He beat everybody by so much that when he got to the end, he had, I, I had enough time to pop out, walk over, and like, fuck, like be waiting. And he didn't. He stood there and didn't pop out of his skis until everybody else came down. And I was like, it's just, that's a classy move. People aren't noticing this. The announcer's not saying that. That's the kind of shit that's interesting. I'd be like, yeah, look, that, he, could, yeah. he could do the pop out and insult them. But he didn't. Anyway, like I said, I got nothing to them. <laughs> nothing. It's very rare that either of us have nothing. I mean, this is a rarity. I feel like we're almost, what, five, six years ago? And ever we were on a string of shows that, man, it was like getting water out of a rock, bro. Remember those shows? It was like we had like a, we had a string of like five in a row going, I got nothing. That's why it stopped being like, we need, we, I remember I said, we need a female co-host. We need guests. We need, I was like, yeah, I was like all over. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a, I got a list here. Everything. Bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> I had a party on Sunday. This is, this is, this is going to be a tradition at our house. Every Sunday, we're trying to come up with the name, creative name. Lana said uh, Sundays with Sebastian. I didn't like it because it, it, it singled me out. I wanted to do the whole family. Like um, something with Maniscalco's. Like, uh, you know, madness at the Maniscalco's. Whatever it is. As you well know, when you got a kid, you're looking for stuff to do. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Trying to entertain the kids. Whether they like, oh, let's take the kid to the park. Let's take the kid to a fair. Whatever it is. Yeah. So we feel, why don't we provide some entertainment and some food for the people who we're close with and uh, we'll make a day of it. So I got these guys, Heavy Handed Burger. Now, I'm almost reluctant to give out the name because these guys are kind of two years old. They do like these smash burgers. With this potato bun and cheese and this like sauce that's it's it's yeah. it's like unbelievable burgers. So we've had them a few times. They come over, they make the uh, the burgers. I hire a bartender. We get a bouncy house for the kids. We put some soccer balls and footballs out. What have you? People are knocking it around. And then Lana added another wrinkle this week with. Double Dutch people, you know, people that come in and with the with the jump rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you wanted to hop in there, you could get some double Dutch in. It was like you know a little like a, like a mini carnival yeah. for people. Right? <laughs> now, party starts at twelve. We don't put an end time to it because we're like you know what people want to stay. They want to stay. 
Uh, great time. People had a blast. I got nothing, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, all right, where's this going? I'm with it, I'm with it. Get up, you son of a bitch. That's Mickey loves you. First of all, though, what's going on with these bouncy houses? Why don't you just buy one already? We like a variety. Oh, oh, all right. Like, all right. like we don't like to do the same one. Like when the kids, come, we're gonna have another one this week, Sunday, right? Oh yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna we're gonna have a different bouncy house because we like the surprise at a, a different bouncy <laughs> house for the kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Holy. So, uh, yeah, like this one had two slides. The the previous week had a. A bouncy house plus a slide. This only just had two slides. So, like, yeah, we like to mix it up with the bouncy houses. I had somewhere I was going with this. <laughs> Not yet. Man, this is, this has got to be one of the worst casts we've ever done, bro. I mean, this shit's dying on the vine. Man, um, speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, kids, though, so I haven't... I haven't gotten Sadie vaxxed, right? And then we're coming out to L.A. in April, and I, I, I don't know. Can I, I think she can eat outside? I don't know. My buddy says they're not asking people. And then we have a couple of other trips coming up, and we're back and forth about it. And she had it, you know. So we're like, I, I was like, I don't want to get a vaxxed. But then the guy who books me, that company who books me, my shows, he also their main client is Billy Joel, that biggest client. So he's like, any time. So see, she's been playing the piano, so for her birthday, we're going to surprise her. And the guy's like, I'll leave you tickets to see Billy Joel in June at the Garden, right? But you got nice. to be vaxxed to get into the Garden. Now, I'm thinking about getting a vaxxed. And God forbid, like 10 years from now, anyone who was young got vaxxed, they can't have kids. So if she gets mad at me and says, Dad, why'd you get me vaxxed? I feel I'm covered if I go... It was Billy Joel if he gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what's the point of having kids anyway if you can't tell them you saw Billy Joel the God? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good you know, save, like, man. Well, well, good what save. If Eight years old, and your old man said, you know, I had gotten tickets for you and I to see Sinatra. He was still singing at t peak form. We were going to see him at this little nightclub up front or whatever, you know? And he goes, ah, but they needed you to have the, uh, the flu shot, and your mother and I weren't sure about it. I'd be furious with my father. <laughs> Inject me with the gasoline, man. I don't give a shit. So... But anyway, we'll see. We'll see. I haven't decided yet. So you got the same agent as Billy Joel? Yeah. I mean, not the same agent, the same company, you know what I mean? But like Billy so Joel's... Guy who books Billy Joel is the owner of the company, you know. It's you know. Was that by design? Did you that, go? I need the Billy. I need Billy Joel's company. No, How did you come but, on them? No, but it was uh, fate, man. You know, the guy, the guy who had been managing me at the time, uh, brought them into the picture. And the guy who books me is like my favorite person that I've ever worked with in this business. You know, I really adore this guy. So uh, yeah, and then it just turned. We were talking about Joel one day. We were hanging out in Montreal, and he's like. That's our biggest client. I was like, what? Holy shit, you know? 
Did you, have you talked to uh, Matt Frost, the guy that you uh, used to represent? You ever talked to him at all? Uh, every he, he, he's still a great friend. I don't talk to him like, but whenever I see him, big hug, how you been, stuff like that. Guy emails me or texts me every year on my birthday, which is classy. But yeah, do you know Matt? Yeah, I met him a few times. Uh, you know, Gotham Comedy Club, and just kind of kicking around New York. So I think we went out to dinner one night. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, good, good guy. I think he's a listener. I think he listens to the cast. So Matt, if you're out there, man, uh, hello from uh, Sebastian and Pete. I mean, if you're out there listening to this, and even like Pete was telling me before this cast even got off the ground today, he's like, you know, people tune into this like it's a TV show. They put it on their TV screen, and they're in bed and they're watching or on the couch watching. If you're in bed right now right. with your loved one. And you're watching this? Turn it off and get naked because this 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 ain't going lower. By the way, I gotta tell you this sidestep in here. Yeah, I'm seeing these cast T-shirts pop up at my shows, right? Oh, nice. And I want to let the cast listeners know who come to my show. I see you, okay? I see you with these shirts, all right? I don't point you out during the show just because no one's going to know what the hell I'm talking about. You know, if I go, oh, you got the cast T-shirt on, I'm going to accept to explain to 3,000 people what the hell the cast is, right? (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) But they're they're, they're like, and I notice a lot of couples are coming with them on. It's almost like a tandem. Do Do you notice in your sales over there that you're getting a lot of twos? Large and smalls. Yeah, you, you do notice that, you know. And you're like, oh, this must be moms, and this is dads. You know what I mean, mom? Yeah. So I do notice that. Then the only thing is, like, wait, it gets tricky. I was telling you, like, right before some guy, and he was right. And he was kind of a nice email, but he like shows me in a photo that I'd sent them two extra larges. And he's like, and if you see my order, I'd ask for two double XLs. Then I got to write down, I'm so sorry. It's in the mail. I'll send it right out. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm literally, I'm doing my, my customer service person right here. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I've been getting some whispers and I don't know if the, uh, the, uh, the Pete uh, manufacturing machine over there could even handle this. Getting a lot of requests for a cast baby onesie. Oh wow, I like that idea, man. So I don't know. A lot of people are uh, wanting to put their new newborns in a, a cast onesie. That, no, that's uh, interesting. I don't know what the what the capability is over there for you to start mass producing this shit, but. I'll talk. I'll talk to the guy. I'll talk to the guy. I, did did what I tell you? I sent him uh, some triple XLs. I finally got some triple XLs, and I sent them out for him and his bros. And uh, he texted me because in the note I wrote, uh, finally got some triple XLs. And if these don't fit, I gotta you know, I gotta get a pool top custom made. You know? <laughs> I mean, if he ain't a triple XL. Uh, onesies, man. We got to look into that. I had a woman email recently, though, and say she was wearing hers somewhere out uh, out and about, and somebody else came up to her and said, I know what that is. I'm a big fan, too. And she said the, I, the, the fact that 
it didn't say the name of the show was kind of cool and how the woman just came over and she knew and I knew. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, if I keep selling these, bro, the karaoke machine is just the start of what's coming your way. <laughs> 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 ah, oh, really cool God damn. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm sitting here looking. I got... I am dry, bro. Well, I, I, I listen, it's, nothing's working today. It's just, this is what it is. But, you know, it's like we're losing by 30 and it's only the third quarter and we got to keep playing even though we know. All right. Do we? Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's just, hold on. Before we close it out, though, I want to say, though, you mentioned that, you know, the whole TV show aspect of this, that it kind of kind has got that vibe. Should we be... Now you're gonna you're gonna do a studio thing that that's where you're gonna film. Do I gotta yeah, up my a... look? What do you think of my look, bro? Does it need more? Well, I mean, I I think you got a lot more going on in your background. Is there some other stuff up there that I've uh, above two. the Pete? And... Oh, up there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't see that on your no, camera. No, no, you? you don't see that. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. by the way, I'm never having an espresso on the show again. This has been a train wreck. Why? I said I sucked. Oh no 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 no! Okay, no no. <laughs> Why don't you stand up and fight this guy hard like you've done before? That was beautiful. But don't lay down in front of him like this, like a, I don't know, like a, some kind of mongrel or something. Cause he's gonna kick your face in pieces. I got a. What do you got? I got my dentist redid my cap today and bottom line he, re he did some dental work i was there for two hours this morning the banter between my dentist and his assistant was better than this <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that relationship though with like the dentist and the assistant and they hand me the thing and then they chat and it's like almost like a little sitcom relationship going on there you know they know yeah yeah they um did I tell you I went to the skin skin doctor? No. Didn't tell you this? No. So Lana, I don't know if Jackie does this with you, but like Lana examines me, like yeah. in bed. She'll kind of like look at like for imperfections, right? Yeah. So she notices on my back, like a white spot, but. Not like white where it's like glaring. It's almost like just a slight discoloration of the uh, of the skin. And she goes, you should just go check it out, right? Now, I don't really like doing these things, man. I don't like going in with something, right? Because right? yeah. I know I got it. Then I got to show him. I'd rather have him find it while I'm in the exam Rather than me come in with it, right? So I like that. I love that because you go, I think I have a problem. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And if you can't find it on me, then it's probably not a problem, right? Like that That's basically what you're doing. Well, it's funny but, you mentioned that. He goes, what are you doing in here? I go, I just want, just do a, look me over. See if you see anything. I said, my wife... <laughs> Yeah. See, my wife found something on my back. All right. So you did right? tell me the area. Okay. Yeah. So he goes, where? He goes, oh, right here. 
He goes, who found this? I said, my wife. He goes, no normal functioning human being would ever find that. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I barely found it, and I'm looking for it. And I'm a doctor, right? right? Yeah. I'm trained on this. <laughs> so he sees it, and he does, and, and this is not the medical term. I'm just throwing this out. He goes, uh, yeah, hematobin, C-metobin, uh, 469-843. Give him a, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, antibacterial and prescribe it. To, and I go, well, guy, 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 you can't. <laughs> You can't throw hemoglobin, tubaglobin without telling me what that is. You know, like, like, yeah. I go, I hear that, and I'm going in for radiation tonight, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, you tell me that you can't believe Lana found it, and you're making it sound like it's no big deal, and now you're rattling off these terms. Yeah. So I go, what the hell's a hemoglobin, tubaglobin? <laughs> he goes, you're not dying. You don't have cancer, and there's nothing to worry about. He goes, what it is is a form of vitiligo. Bro, am I going to look like Michael Jackson? Why? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know what vitiligo was. I thought you were gonna tell me that you were gonna say that to him. Um, that's what that is. So you're getting the pigmentation. Yeah. This is the situation. I have a skin disorder that destroys the pigmentation of the skin. Is something that I cannot help. Now, generally speaking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. This is not anything to worry about. He gave me like a, a steroid, basically, to put on twice a day for a week, and then huh. it, it will go away. Did Michael but, Jackson take the steroid? I don't know what he took. I don't know if it was a severe case or what have you. But then, and this is just amazes me because I don't have this brain. I go, I got a little dot right here on my arm. Just a, It's a white dot. And I go, what's this? He goes, oh yeah, that's the tyrosine. Like again, these are not the medical terms. I'm just throwing, making stuff up. Yeah, tyrosine, cortisol, uh, uh, pigmentation. Please uh, give him the uh, the soap plus the rinse. And uh, I go, what is that? He goes, uh, basically, it's like a light bulb that went out. Uh, your skin has a lot of these things because yeah. people have thousands of these marks on it. It's basically. Over, uh, uh, you're overexposed to the sun, and the light bulb burned out. So I'm gonna give you some soap and whatever. It's just, oh. it's nothing to worry about. Uh, so that's wild, man. What amazes me is doctors have this like off the top of their head, right? Like they right. see that and they know what it is and they know how to prescribe whatever the hell it is. I cannot tell you a damn thing i learned in college right now can you nothing of importance no i mean no i'm not really nothing that nothing that specific no but i mean but it's a, no but i mean it's a, but again though it's like 
that doctor couldn't be on stage and go about the Amber Alert. It's got to be a Chevy, you know? I mean, it's like that's what you've been zoning in on for all these years. But Yeah, no, I get, I get it. It's just, it's just but, amazing retention. If, yeah, like if I was a doctor and I learned about that light bulb thing that you were just talking about and I graduated and I took the test and I got it, and then if I didn't see it for like 10 years and someone came in, I would be like, well, I would, I'd have to look it up again. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's amazing. My father-in-law can remember shit like that. It blows my mind. Yeah, it, it's just a different brain power. I mean, like you said, if I saw something like that and I hadn't seen it since I graduated, I'd literally have to tell the patient, will you please excuse me? I go, gotta go back to my desk and go, where, the f- where is that? Where is that? Oh, here it is. You know, like I, I'd have to reference the medical book. Yeah. And then come back in and go, uh, yeah, sorry, I had to take a phone call. Oh, by the way, what you got on your arm is, uh, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, make, I make it look like I didn't look it up, right? <laughs> right, right. No, I'm still, I'm looking, I'm almost done with that George Washington book. I'm still reading. It's like 900 pages. And, and like the other day, I lost my place and I went back to try and find my place. And I ended up reading a story I'd already read that was awesome. And I had forgot about it. I'm like, oh, God, I forgot I read that. I'm forgetting the book. What happened in the book? I'm not, when I'm not even done with the book. That's insane. <laughs> like, I could finish the book and go right back to the beginning, and it would be new again. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, by the time you finish the book, the book's new. I agree, bro. As the, I've been in that situation. I'm reading a newspaper article. Don't know where I'm at in the newspaper. I go back. I read the paragraph and go, sounds familiar. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God, man. What are you Oh, gonna... man. I, I got to tell you, I mean, based on the, the meat of the show, right, yeah. this particular episode. Yeah. And this is why I got to pat ourselves on the back here. We were going through it this episode, but the brilliance of it is the last five minutes we turned it around. Turned I mean, come on, it's, it's like it's like if we were a basketball team, we couldn't hit a shot, and then we went on a thirty-eight point run at the end of the game, and we got it done. And you knew, you kind of knew it was coming, baby. Yeah, it's good. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah, that was I got, rough. I, 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 it was it was a rough. I gotta tell you, there's some stuff in this cast that we gotta cut out, right? I've been thinking <laughs> about it like the rest of the cast. I just got the numbers on this show of what we're doing week in and week out. And I know everybody that listens or watches this show thinks you're a small group. But after hearing what we're doing, it's not really as small as we've perceived it to be, right? Because yeah. we've always prided ourselves on this cast being like a gem yeah. that really nobody knows about, that we got a select group of listeners. I'm not saying that we're Joe Rogan by any means because we're nowhere near that. Yeah. But we're, no, we're far from the guy who's living in a shed in Huntsville, Alabama doing a podcast. <laughs> right? All right, right, all right. I don't know. Sounds good. We we are we are uh, we are definitely uh, a solid solid product here. We got you guys to thank because you guys are tuning in every week, listening to this nonsense that we're putting out. But uh, just wanted to thank everybody who's yeah. listening to the Pete and Sebastian show, particularly 
my sister and my mother, who are diehard listeners, who can't wait. I mean, my sister, my sister calls me and goes, "You did the cast this week, right?" Oh, my like God, she, that's awesome. she's she's uh, she's listening to it uh, on the run. Like she, you know, it's amazing where people yeah. listen to it. Like you know, whether it be your bedroom, on the treadmill, outside running, maybe it's a long car ride that uh, you're trying to kill some time. I was in the dentist today, man. And the guy waiting in front of me in the dentist looked over and said, I was about to go, and he goes, I just got to say, I love the cast, man. Just really love it. I was like, thanks a lot, man. You know? Yeah. yeah. Big time, we appreciate it. Yeah, so that's it here on the Pete and Sebastian Show. Sorry for the hiccups on this show, but I hope you still enjoyed it. That's Pete Coriolis. Right. My name is Sebastian Mascoffer. We will see you guys next week. The show has ended. I got a list here. Everything bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs>